Olá, you are listening to the road to Rio with Abidima. Bem-vindos ao Rio de Janeiro. Brasil! Bem-vindos à Cidade Maravilhosa. The Road to Rio with Abidi Man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Road to Rio. This is your amigo Abidiman, here for episode 4. It's a special. I told you we would speak to athletes from different sports. This time we're hitting the beach. It's time for some beach volleyball vibes. I'll be joined by Josh Court, who is on half of a dynamic duo with Damien Schumann. Together, they're on the verge of qualifying for what promises to be a special beach volleyball comp on Copacabana Beach. Josh does a sterling job of telling us about the sport, competitions on the horizon, and some special fundraising efforts they are putting together. With it being a beach special, our Brazilian bits later on with Fernanda and Lucas will focus on those golden sands and what you need to know. So now let's listen to Josh. All right, so firstly, thanks for joining me, Josh. You are a volleyball player with Damien Schumann. So can you please start by telling us where it all started from for you in beach volleyball? Uh, it all began back in Western Australia where I was at Aquinas College um, in South Point and I was a, a rower back at school and um, the big rowing school and that was the, it was the dumb thing. It wasn't until a little bit later than most, day in year 12, where um, I probably got a little bit sick of rowing and a lot of my friends at the time were playing indoor volleyball and I thought, all right, Sounds like fun, you know. You only, we only train once a week. We play the game for an hour or two on the weekend, and you know, you've got the rest of the week to hang out with your mates and you know enjoy the last year of school. Um, so I made the changeover, and our coach at the time, Paul Prindeville, was uh, one of the state coaches for indoor, and he saw you know tall, skinny kid walk in and thought, you know, he, he might be all right. And I had a little bit of coordination. I used to play the drums, so I could kind of get my hands and feet where they needed to be and um yeah it just took off the love for volleyball just stemmed from there and it wasn't until about two or three years later where i jumped onto the beach and um you know haven't looked back throughout this road to rio series we're looking at a variety of sports to uh, educate ourselves can you paint a picture of beach volleyball and some of the vital rules that um, novices beginners should know um beach volleyball is is very different to uh, indoor volleyball. Um, beach volleyball is played on a court eight metres by eight metres. Um, the net height is the same, and there's only two players on the court for beach volleyball. Um, usually in the team, you'll have one blocker and one defender. I'm the blocker in the team, and Damien is the dedicated defender. And, um, you know, you're only allowed three contacts, usually a dig, set, spike situation, but you don't have to use all three contacts either. Um, you know, and I'll kind of head up to the net and make my, my blocking move and he'll try and dig the ball if it gets past me. Um, but apart from that, it's just whoever can get the ball to hit the sand. Um, you know, and that's all there is. So really, is, is the blocking position um, advantageous if you're taller? Certainly is. Um, you know, there's a... There's not one stereotypical style of player or you know height of player that plays any particular position, but um, traditionally the blocker is definitely taller. Um, Damien and I are 
slightly different team. We're a little bit shorter than the norm. Um, you know, usually blockers kind of around the world are somewhere between, you know, 6'5", six, 6'8", six, 6'9", six um, and defenders, you know, are usually 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, um, Damien's actually six foot tall and I'm six foot three, so we're a slightly shorter team, but uh, we, we make it work. Nice. You mentioned Damien Schumann there, who's your, your partner, your teammate. How did you link up with him? So, um, that's a good story in itself. I, I moved to Melbourne, Victoria about three years ago, and I, I moved in with his family for about six to eight months. You know, They took me in while I found my feet and got a job and a car and a few things. And um, at the time, Damien's partner, Owen, had some back issues, so you know he wasn't training, and my current partner at the time was away working, so Damien and I found ourselves training together quite a lot. And it was, I think, in late 2014, we played our first World Tour event together over in China and um, made the main draw, which is the top 32 teams in the world, and found ourselves um, doing quite well over there. And it wasn't until we were on the plane on the way home and we decided that it's probably a, a good idea that we, we play with each other because we've had a little bit of instant success and our our two volleyball partners were, you know, one was injured and one was away and we thought, you know, this might be the, the direction to go. Awesome. It's amazing how things work out like that. I'm just going back on the rules. Uh, how do you win a match of um, beach volleyball? Uh, what's the set structure like? So the set structure is best of three sets. The first two sets are first to 21 points and the third set is first to 15 points. Um, in all three sets, you need to win by two points in each set so there's no there's no draw drawing of matches or anything like that um, it, you've just got to win by two um, once you get to 20, 21 essentially um, you get one time out per team um, and usually uh, in the higher higher grade matches you'll have a, a technical time out as well excellent that's uh, thanks for providing that that picture for us uh, if we can look into the the training you do what does your typical week look like um, it's been quite busy at the moment. We've um, had the Australian National Tour. But uh, a traditional week, we try to get on the stand, you know, as much as possible around work um, and, you know, living in uh, two different places. But uh, usually we'll, we aim to do about six hours a day, six days a week, and that's a mixture of um, some sand training and skill work, uh, work in the gym, and also just some cardio fitness work uh, with our coach. Are there any exercises and strength areas you particularly emphasise to improve your performance? Um, absolutely. Uh, beach volleyball, being on the sand, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of hard running and resistance in the sand. So we do a lot of leg work and um, a lot of cardio in the sand, I suppose, is, is the main one because you need to... So some of these matches, uh, the longer they go, you know, it becomes a bit more of a physical battle and a mental battle and... It's whoever can you know last the longest running around on the sand. So we spend a we spend a lot of time in the sand training um, and doing our fitness work. Something you really appreciate after um, interviewing a lot of athletes on this road to Rio series is the support team behind the scenes that make it happen for you guys. Um, can you take us into some of the people that are really key in, in your preparations? Yeah, we've um, we've had many different people come in and out in the last uh, couple of years. Um, our fam- both of our families have been right behind us. Um, beach volleyball is not, not a big sport in Australia, but um, it's certainly growing. 
and um, both of our families have helped us put on fundraisers, um, you know, being there late at night, you know, making dinner and washing, you know, clothes and however they can, um, you know, supporting us supporting us from home. Um, but, you know, our coach, Hayden Ellis, has been a massive support. You know, he he's done a great job on and off the court. He's, um, he's also a bone therapist, so he helps us, you know, with any injuries and um, any dietary requirements that we, we might have. You know, he goes and tests the waters and, um, you know, lets us know what's good and what works. Um, and we've also got a fundraiser coming up in May back in Western Australia and we've got a little fundraising committee that's been put together um, by my sister, my mum, my auntie, um, a few work colleagues um, who are in marketing for Stocklands and a good family friend of ours who's a jazz singer who's going to perform on the night. So we've got uh, a little myriad of people helping us behind the scenes that not many people know about. Fantastic. Well, uh, we'll definitely mention that again towards the end of the interview. Um, one thing I really love seeing is the sneaky sign language between uh, beach volleyballists when they communicate with each other. Do you have your own sophisticated code or do players have a pretty similar set of signs? Well, it is a reasonably similar set of signs. Um, usually nine times out of ten, I think um, players like to have one hand is a position on court. We cut the court up into six different spots. Um, and then the other hand will position um, what the blocker is going to block, whether it's cross or line or whether they're going to step out line and then jump into the cross. Um, and then other teams will have two hands, which will just indicate uh, each player on the other side of the court and what they're going to block on each one of those players. Okay. And with the we, we all love our cricket and our tennis, and you see the, the fast bowling, the serves. How fast does a serve go in beach volleyball? Look, I think on average, we're looking at somewhere between 100, 110 kilometres an hour for a jump serve. Um, I think the fastest recorded beach volleyball serves are around 150 kilometres an hour, so we're, we're getting fast. And, um, you know, there's different varieties of serve um, on the beach because of the nature of the ball. You know, you, you can't get a cricket ball or a tennis ball to float and move around, whereas the beach volleyball is a little bit bigger and softer, so we can get a bit more movement, so... Having a slower ball in there with no spin can can put a, a little bit of pressure on the other team. So it's not all about speed. Yeah, that's uh, that's surprisingly quick. I didn't expect 150, so that's got a lot of venom on that. Respect. Uh, looking at Rio 2016, how do you qualify? What's the landscape competitively and here in Australia? And what sort of competition hoops do you need to jump through to get there? So at a regular beach volleyball event, we're looking at a 32-team main draw, but for beach volleyball at the Olympics, there's only 24 teams qualify um, around the world for the Olympics. So it's a slightly different qualification process there. You've got the top 16 teams in the world, which is um, which comes down to world tour ranking points, will make up the top 16 at the Olympics, and then there's eight more spots up for grabs um, around the world and then the world's broken into continental zones and you have essentially a playoff within your zone for one spot. Um, Australia is in a reasonably good position at the moment. Um, we've got a few really strong teams working hard and our Continental Cup finals are actually in Australia and it's the top eight teams in Asia will be playing off for that one spot. And I think 
I think Australia is the top seeded country at that event, which will be a great advantage. Awesome. Whereabouts will that be in Australia? I don't think it's been announced yet, but I have a feeling it might be up in Cairns in Queensland, which will be nice and warm because the uh, the event's being played in June and if it was in Melbourne, it would be a little bit chilly, I think. Yeah, um, you mentioned ca- uh, Cairns there, which, and I'd imagine you'd have some awesome offices to play in. Um, I call it your office because that's, yeah, that's your work spot. Uh, you have travelled quite a bit around the world. Where where do you particularly love playing? Uh, what are your favourite beaches and arenas that you've had experience on? Um, there's been there's been a lot. <laughs> um, Thailand is fantastic. The people there, um, you know, are so humble and you know welcoming into their country. Um, and quite often we'll play on a on a beach, you know, that's not in you know the middle of the hustle and bustle like Phuket somewhere down there. You know, we're a little bit more secluded and we're on a nice little uh, hotel resort. And beach we play on is you know right on that resort beach and um, really quite beautiful but uh, other places uh, we've been to Turkey down in Antalya and the beach down there is not really a beach I suppose, it's more just pebbles um, but they bring sand in so we can play on the sand there and that was uh, amazingly picturesque with mountains in the background um, You know, I don't think many beaches beat Australia, we've, we're pretty spoiled for choice here so playing around Australia is still one of my favourite places to be. Awesome. Um, at London 2012, the Germans became the first European pair to win Olympic gold in beach volleyball. Uh, give us a bit of an insight into some of the other powerful countries that produce uh, competitive beach volleyballers. Um, well, currently, I think Brazil are sitting on top of the world rankings, um, and they've been a powerhouse for the last few years. They won the world championships last year. Um, but on top of that, you're looking at countries... Uh, like the USA, um, Europe's really made a big push in the last few years with, with their top teams. You know, they're really coming to the surface as well. Um, beach volleyball is one of the biggest sports in Europe, you know, aside from soccer. Um, so everyone everyone gets behind the beach volleyball and the indoor volleyball in Europe. Uh, but, you know, there's been a couple of other little countries popping up around the place. You know, New Zealand's got a really good team at the moment. Um, they're going well. We've got a few good Asian teams that are really starting to push the level. Japan, China, Kazakhstan, um, even Iran, uh, getting some really good players come up through, which is good because it means the Asian tournaments that we play in are getting stronger and you know, it means that we've got to work harder for that Olympic spot. And that's where you're off to tonight, aren't you? You're off to Thailand. Is that um, competing against some of those nations you mentioned? That's exactly right. We have to Thailand this evening um, and we're... It's just all the teams and countries within that Asian continental zone. So I think there's, there's roughly 12 to 15 countries that will be represented at the Asian tour that we're about to play in. Um, and, you know, this, there'll, there'll be a lot on the line for these next couple of events because it's, it's good practice against these teams before the Continental Cup coming up in June. Okay, a couple more questions left. Uh, Rio and beach volleyball go hand in hand. Uh, your spot will be contested on the legendary Copacabana Beach. Have you been there before for any competitions? No, I haven't. I've um, only ever stopped in Brazil very briefly um, and we had to stay on the plane on our way to Argentina. So I've only ever looked at Brazil um, through a little square window out of the plane. That's as close as I've been. 
<laughs> I can tell you it's um, it's pretty amazing. And to see the, the arena they're planning to have on the beach, it's uh, really exciting. So I've heard it's actually the, the most um, demand in-demand ticketed event for the Olympics, uh, the beach volleyball. So it's going to be big. Um, tell us about the exciting event you have on the horizon. You mentioned a little bit uh, shortly the Black Tie fundraiser. How can um, fans uh, help you get to Rio through that event? Yeah, we've got a, a lot of beach volleyball events to play between now and then and um, even beyond that. Um, you know, our goal is, you know, to, to get to the Olympics, but we also want to be, you know, full-time athletes and to, to get there in our line of sport, you know, we need to have a lot of funding behind us to give us that kickstart we need. And we have a fundraiser coming up on the 20th of May at the UWA Club, um, which is really exciting with... It's the biggest fundraiser we've put on yet. We're, we're looking to sell 200 tickets. It's $160 a ticket, but that includes a, a three-course meal, drinks package. We're going to have plenty of door prizes, silent auctions. We've got entertainment on the night. We've got a jazz singer coming in for us to do a couple of sets. We'll have the dance floor going, um, plenty of entertainment. Uh, and you'll even get to hear a little bit about our journey, um, where we've come from, um, what's happening with the Olympics, um, everything leading up, and even beyond that, where we're where we're headed into the future, and you know, it's an exciting part of being an athlete is uh, sharing our story with with everyone, and you know, letting them know where we're going. Yeah, we'll definitely put that in the show notes on abitimum.com and also share that on the social media. Um, in between now and that fundraiser, uh, how can people reach you on the interwebs? What uh, channels are you on? We are parallel work through Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. So on Instagram, you can follow us at Courty Ball um, and we've got some information up there about the fundraiser. Uh, you can ask us any questions you need to. We have also have a Facebook team volleyball page where uh, we've got all the information the event is up and live running on there and there's links to tickets um, everything you need so you can find anything you need up on that team page I think it's under uh, court slash Schumann professional beach volleyball team so um, feel free to go on there like the page um, you know follow us we're constantly putting up photos and um tweets about our journey into the Olympics and, you know, beyond. Um, and we do a little bit of work on Twitter. Our social media our social media is, is building slowly and um, we're slowly breaking into Twitter now as well. Excellent. Great to hear. And, uh, Josh, it's been a pleasure to speak to you and all the best to you and, and Damien on the road to Rio. Hopefully catch you up, uh, catch up with you at the fundraiser and we'll be sure to, uh, to share that everywhere. So uh, have a great day and ciao, as they say in Brazil. Beautiful. Thank you very much, mate. That was Josh Court from the beach volleyball team with Damien Schumann. Be sure to hit up abitimam.com for the show notes with ways to follow the lads on the journey. Time for some beach-themed Brazilian bits with Fernanda and Lucas. Brazilian beats with Fernanda. The Rio deal from the local about Rio and Brazil. Yeah. So let's talk about the beaches of Brazil. Everyone knows Copacabana, Ipanema. Yeah. Um, they're really famous in Rio. Yeah, they which, are really famous. Which are your favourites? Uh, my favourite beach in Rio, in capital Rio, it's, the name is Grumari. Uh, it's not so famous as Copacabana or Ipanema, but it's amazing. It's 30 minutes from Copacabana. And uh, we have another beaches too, as Prainha and Praia da Macumba. And 
Yeah, it's it's amazing. The Prainha and Macumba is more for surfing. Grumari as well, but it's a big beach and you can spend all day there and it's not there is no much people there so you can just enjoy and relax. It's different from Copacabana and Panema. Mm. So many people there. I think it's less dangerous than Copacabana and Panema. So you think um, Copacabana and Panema can be a little bit dangerous at yeah, times? Yeah, it is definitely it is because it's famous so tourist people yeah, tourist place. They, they go often so yeah these beaches of course they are famous in Rio too and they are beautiful as Copacabana and Panema. Yeah. I think the big difference between Australia and Brazil is like going to the beach and here is like peaceful you go to just relax and Brazil is like a party sometimes you know it's really crowded you drink you drink caipirinha you, you yeah. have food and that Go to the beach in Brazil mean, means you, you are party. going to party. Hey everyone, it's a bit. So it's time to declare this episode closed. Be sure to pass that Olympic torch by sharing and subscribing to the show. Just visit abitimam.com. Until next time, mucho apreciado and ciao.